Welcome to uh, no. fuck no. What? Fuck you. Welcome to brutal the MMA podcast. <laughs> okay, I want to do it that way, so that's how we're right. doing it. We'll reverse it this time. Yeah, fuck you. Well, UFC 290 wrapped up like four days ago. Um, fucking amazing card. The last two UFC cards have been really, 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 really fucking well done. Yeah. The matchups were good. The fights were good. Uh, I have nothing to complain about right now, honestly. I mean, I have to complain about this next card coming up. It's complete hot dog water. <laughs> I saw. I can. I, I can recognize. I'm a little bit person. upset about it, to be honest with you. But uh, we'll get through it. Yeah, I'll yeah. hold your hand through it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, friend. It'll make it bearable. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're gonna run through the prelims, then the main card, UFC 290. Just run down what happened, give our opinions and thoughts on what happened in the fights. And yeah, uh, let's get right into it. I'm pretty sure the first fight was Alonzo Menafield and Jimmy Crute. Jimmy Crute is such a former shell of him, his old self, that makes me very fucking sad. Um, I used to be a very big Jimmy Crute fan. He showed up to this fight. Um, his striking was abysmal. Mm-hmm. His kicks were abysmal. His grappling was abysmal. He couldn't take down Alonzo Menafield. He couldn't hit him. He couldn't land a leg kick he couldn't do anything and in the, the last fight he got dropped and still wrestled him to the floor and just alonzo menafield with a little bit of preparation for the rematch because they draw it in their first fight um just steamrolled him he they actually he, he key lock submissioned him which like never happens mm-hmm. it's a basic bitch submission like if you're if you're bad at jujitsu you get key locked what is it like it's like some shit with your arms i i can't describe it perfectly because i don't do bjj but uh it's pretty. It's pretty upsetting. Unfortunate it's to pretty see. upsetting to yeah. watch Jimmy Crute fail and fail again. He took his gloves off, and I know he's uh, debating retiring. He's only twenty six. Yeah, I was gonna say like, yeah, he's gonna retire <clears throat> after that. I don't know. Alonzo Menafield has some of the worst fight IQ I've ever seen in my life. Um, it, he proved it in that last fight with Alonzo Menafield. So um, I don't know where Crute goes from here. Alonzo Menafield is probably gonna continue to be a journeyman and knockout contenders. So, mm-hmm. uh, not, not contenders, more like people who want to be in the top 15. He'll knock out the ones that aren't good and then get knocked out by the ones that actually are good. So, Interesting. Yeah, those are uh, reverse fighters that I've noticed. He, he did get a good finish, though, so I'll give him that. And he showed improvement in the anti-wrestling, so I could get mad at him. But I wouldn't say it was the most interesting fight in the world. Got it. We had right. a really surprising finish by Denise Gomez in 20 seconds. She got 20 seconds, really? 20 seconds. There's a lot of really big flash knockouts. Uh, Jesus Aguilera in the very first fight um, of the night, his first punch he threw in 17 seconds knocked out his opponent unconscious. Really? Yep. A lot of knockouts. There was this was the first ever UFC event with four sub one minute knockouts. That's crazy. What yeah, the- it was a really wow. exciting card, and uh, it didn't stop with Yasmin Uruguay. I'm a really big fan of Yasmin Uruguay, but she got knocked the fuck out. She's got um, she has amazing boxing. Back. She's got great striking. She's really fun to watch. She made her UFC debut in San Diego, actually. Really? Um, and I, and I, it was one of the most hype fights I've seen in my life. It was her and another girl named Yasmin, actually. It was two yeah. Yasmins. And not even named, not even like Jasmine. They were both Yasmin. Jasmine, yeah. It was very funny to me. That was pretty funny. But um, yeah, she just stepped in and got knocked the fuck out. So, I mean, it was a, pretty much a flash knockout. She got knocked on her ass and then ground and pounded out. So, kind of a kick KO, kind of a TKO, somewhere yeah. in the middle. A really good fight, though. I mean, it was short, but really fun. Then we had uh, an amazing prospect showing from Tatsuro Tyra. I completely expected that. I expected him to actually get the submission. This is his fourth straight fight in the UFC. 
Um, his first fight was a decision, then he got two submissions after that. And uh, he's 14-0 and now, 4-0 uh, in the UFC. One of the best flyweight talents out there. He's got really, really fucking solid grappling, but he needs to work on the striking. He's got fast striking, but um, he struggles to get his head kicks up there. So mm-hmm. really good showing, dominated every single round except for one. So, I mean, Tatsu retired doing what does best. So it was a good That's fight. That's good to hear. Robbie Lawler's retirement fight. Oh, yeah. I Fuck heard yeah. About that. yeah. Fuck yeah. Ruthless Robbie Lawler. I'm really happy to see. He got the knockout in the first 30 seconds of the fight. In the clinch, retired. too. It was really weird. Um, he was in the clinch here, and he hits him twice in the temple. Once with an uppercut. And then like it seemed like a light paw. Taps him in the, the temple. Off button. Knocks him out cold. Really? Yeah, out cold. Not even like a... a Just like a... Dead man on the canvas. Wasn't stiff, but like limp body. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. It, it, it didn't look like a harsh strike, but I guess Robbie Lawler landed it perfectly. And uh, he started fighting button. four days before I was born. Really? Yeah. And he's from San Diego. So it's pretty pretty cool. Um, Damn. Yeah. He, there's, there's a retirement fight. I, I doubt I see him retiring after a knockout like that sometimes. Like when you're an old man, you kind of want to like. Ex- Go until you can't. Go until you can't. So if he's retiring now, I'm really glad for that because I want to see a UFC fighter retire without their ba- brains being, ba- you know, bashed in. Yeah, he retired on a good note. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm really happy for Robbie Lawler if yeah. he's actually fully retired, which is what, what the hope is. Yeah. From here, we'll burst into the main card. Ooh. Bo Nickel, Val Woodburn. Uh, kind of expected. Called it perfectly. Yeah, I didn't expect a knockout. I'll say that. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I mean, I did. I don't know why. I I I think you just you're just lucky. Well, um, no, I'll tell you I'll tell you why I okay. thought I said it was going to be a knockout is because I saw I Bo Nickel I think I've seen him fight once. Yeah, I got yeah. the head arm triangle choke on the same card as. John yeah, James. I've seen him fight once, and he was like okay. He was like okay, pretty good. But um, I saw a edit I think, or I saw some video on Bo Nickel, and that was that was actually uh, focusing on his striking. Showing that his striking was getting a lot better and was doing pretty well. And Even in that fight nice. with Val Woodburn, he had really awful striking. I don't know. No, no, it wasn't no, that no. Bad. It was dog shit striking. Hmm. He literally he so, so he attempted a takedown mm-hmm. and he used it just to scare Val. So Val wasn't looking for any sort of headshots. And then as Val was stepping in, he threw a hard right hand and it landed. Yeah. And then he sloppily wing punches at him until they landed and it knocked him out. Val Woodburn's never been in the UFC. It was his UFC debut. Mm. And uh, I mean, seven and zero is a good record, but he wasn't prepared. It's not his weight class either. So. Really? Well, because he took he the fight on. He took the fight on like three days' notice. Ah. Okay. Against one of the best wrestlers in the entire UFC. Yeah. And when a guy was UFC training, of course his striking is going to be better than as someone who's not in the UFC. So, I think his striking is really not good, and he has a lot of things to improve on, especially after that performance. But it's really good to see him get a knockout. I think Bonoko's a good guy too. He's a little bit cocky, but he's a good guy. So it was good to see him get a win like that. Yeah. Uh, definitely needs to like work on the technique of his striking though. He mm-hmm. very much of a, a winging punches kind of uh, guy. So. Yeah, I mean it was. I mean regardless though, I was, was kind of happy to see it end the way it did. It, it was a good fight, and uh, Bonacle. I mean, he didn't lose against a piece of shit fighter, so it's good. True. Dan Hooker, Jalen Turner. Uh, fuck yeah, Dan Hooker. He did so fucking good in this he fight. He did pretty well. He was getting his ass kicked the first two rounds. Like, getting brutalized, honestly. Jalen Turner was head kicking him. There was a snappy head kick that landed. It sounded like a baseball bat hitting fucking dome. And I was like, okay, Jalen Turner is doing what he does best, which is technically, like, outpoint someone. 
And I thought he was going to finish Dan Hooker because Dan Hooker looked done for after that head kick. But Dan Hooker's mental fortitude is so much stronger than Jalen Turner's. And you can see that in the fight. Anytime Jalen Turner doubted himself, Dan Hooker put on the fucking gas pedal and started to just, you know, disintegrate him. And it was like, you could see there was a part of the fight where Jalen Turner's here and he's eating like five straight strikes, but he's still throwing back. And then he goes like, he looks off away from Dan Hooker, like shakes his head. Like he doesn't even believe in himself. And then Dan Hooker puts the pace on and almost knocks him out that round. Mm -hmm. As soon as Jalen Turner started doubting himself, he lost that fight because he was still in the lead. He was winning the second round. And then as soon as he started getting tired and doubting himself, he lost. Even if he was tired and he didn't doubt himself, I guarantee you he could have won that second round. And then the third round would have been like maybe a 10-8 for Dan Hooker. And it would have been a draw or a Jalen Turner win. Jalen Turner has been the subject of two split decision losses in a row now in fights where I could have given it to him. Like, the, that fight was super close. Like, that second round was such I, a fucking toss-up. Honestly, up. in my opinion, that second round went to Turner. I know. I, I know. had the first and second rounds um, to Turner. Yeah. But that second round was so fucking close. It was just, the thing was, is like, as you, I think you said before, like, yeah, um, Turner dropped him twice in that round and he was doing very well and he was basically like destroying the whole time and had complete control the whole time and then at the last minute he gets dropped and he Hooker sort of, puts like, on the pace Hooker puts on the pace he finally is doing but really well for see, the first see, time in if, the fight. if turner didn't um give up on himself already in that second round he would have won it if he scrambled back to his feet and actually fought for the win in that second round he would have i mean it. but when he got dropped he just crumbled and like shelled up and then slowly got up and then crumbled again. Yeah, it looked and like he was trying not to get knocked out. It looked like he was trying to get knocked out. And knock, he was like out. struggling, but it was like, okay, I understand that that last minute, absolutely dominating for Hooker, like completely. But I felt like it, even though it was, you know, domination, it didn't award him the entire round, in my opinion. That just, I was like. I think how you finish out a round is um, who the round should go to. If you have a fighter who dominates the first four minutes, mm-hmm. but then gets dropped in the last minute and almost put out, you got to give that round to them. But I don't think Turner was almost out in that second round. I think he got dropped and he looked a little bit worse for wear. But the worst thing was the body language. Jalen Turner looked like shit after that. It all has yeah, to do with body true. language, how you carry yourself. That last, that if, last if you walk out there with your bad. chest fucking high and you're throwing bombs, regardless of how fucking tired you are or not, of course you're going to do better. But yeah. if you're if you're putting your arms down, if you're shaking your head, you're looking at the floor, when someone's throwing punches at you, you're not going to fucking win. He was definitely so like it, struggling. It, it's, it's, it's a lesson to Turner, mm-hmm. you know? It's crazy to me. Uh, Jalen Turner is still, by my opinion, one of the best prospects in 155. Um, he was doing insane. He did miss weight for that fight. Mm. So that was a big factor of it. You could tell the weight caught really, like, fucked with him. I think going up to welterweight might, might you know, help him. But he, if he can manage to keep weight in lightweight, then try and stay in lightweight because he's very good in lightweight. But I think lightweight's just full of fucking dogs. Yeah, it was lightweight well, is full was, of like dogs. It, he just he was really good, especially that first round. You could see he had complete control. He was doing very well. He's throwing insane uh, punches. He was his you know, speed's okay, incredible. Like his speed his was speed's amazing. Really yeah, and. I was like really happy to see it, and then at the after that last minute in the second round, when he went into the third round, he was just gassed. He was like out of it. You could see it was like 
it, it seemed like he needed to work on his cardio more. He needed to work on his tank and, and just kind of. One big thing with the tank, though, it's the weight cut. Weight cut fucks your tank up really mm-hmm. bad. So, yeah, and I can if imagine he can, if he can move yeah. up, he might do pretty well because yeah. he seemed like he was knowledgeable, you know. Absolutely. No, no, he has, he has great technique. He has good takedown defense. He has good striking. Um, it's just one of those things. I think he needs to figure out his intangibles. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Jalen Turner, you know, learns from this, this loss and, you know, takes it to heart and understands there's levels of toughness. You don't have to just, there's, there's this top 50% and a bottom 50%. I think he has that top 50%. I think he's a tough motherfucker, but I don't think he has what Dan Hooker has, which is just the definition of toughness. I've seen Dan Hooker go through all sorts of fucking wars yeah, and he always, he was, he was always fucking lasts. Yeah. He, he always was, lasts. He's so. over it very well. So it's a good fucking fight though. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, after that, Robert Whitaker, Drake Duplessis. Fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Robert Whitaker, man. Robert Whitaker looked really good to start off the first round. He did. And just crumbled. Yeah. Drake Duplessis, I really underrated his game planning. I still think he's a soppy fighter. I still think he doesn't have a very good gas tank. I think uh, one thing that helped him a lot that I didn't know about till after the fight is he got nose fixed. His nose was like crushed mm-hmm. and fucked up and broken, and he ended up getting it fixed. They mentioned that. I think. So I think it helped yeah. a lot with his cardio, to be honest, and it, it showed. It seemed like he had better cardio, but it still looked like he was gassed. But he had a perfect game plan for what Robert Whitaker brought to the table. So he was able to get Robert Whitaker, a guy who's only lost to Israel Adesanya in his last like six, seven years of fighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Whitaker, I've never seen uh, crumble like that except for Israel Adesanya. And in their second fight, when his second fight with Israel Asanya, I thought he beat him. So it's crazy to see Drakus execute his game plan so well. And the way he handled himself in the in the interview after was really good too. Because Israel Asanya um, basically gave him the chance to be the bad guy. And um, he didn't take it. So now you can see a lot of people online and etc. They're siding with uh, Drakus. Yeah, because Adesanya was like, out of pocket. Well, Israel you know? is generally out of pocket. I, I think he's like a little bit of an immature child. Um, it, well, it seemed like he was trying to put on a show. It, well, like I, I saw someone say, like, what is this, the WWE? The WWE you know? just partnered with the UFC. Really? They're actually just like under the same promotion now. They actually got bought out. So that a lot of people are saying Vince McMahon, the owner of the WWE, who the owner of the WWE is influencing like a lot of these after fight like showdowns. Mm-hmm. So um, it's a little, it's really interesting actually. But I think the way Israel approached it. I mean, gen- generally Israel is really uh, childish. I mean, there's videos of him like flopping dead in front of someone's kids after he just knocked their father oh, unconscious. Saw, yeah. There's like videos of him like what like he talks about watching like hentai and shit. He's kind of just like a little bit of a immature person. I don't. Like, see, it's, how old is he? Thirty uh, something. Seriously? Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He doesn't act like he's thirty. No, he, he acts, acts a little like bit. He, he wears a lot of anime age. stuff and acts just very childish. It's okay to have your interests. Anime's fine, but a lot of stuff he talks about is is. I would consider Sean Strickland in a lot of areas more mature than Israel Adesanya, <laughs> which is saying a fucking lot. <laughs> Because at least Sean Strickland sticks with his word. But. Oh, dude, speaking of, I'm so sad because I don't think we're going to be able to see that fight. Any, like, there's no chance because mm-hmm. now it's going to be... Yeah, I think Drakus after that did absolutely it, yeah. deserves a title shot, though. Which is so annoying to say out loud. I'm not a Drakus fan. And I think he he almost lost against uh, Darren Till. Darren Till 
when he left the sport uh, was so bad. Mm-hmm. So bad. He was on a four-fight, like, TKO loss streak and then fought Drakus and almost beat Drakus with, like, a simple one-two jab. Like, like cross, uh, cross, uh, jab cross. That's basically what he beat him with almost. And mm-hmm. then he ended up uh, landing well and got, like, TKO'd. So it's just, like, I don't know. I don't think Drakus is going to beat Izzy. But honestly, I wouldn't be mad if it happened. Uh, he has a really good IQ. Drakus has a much better IQ than I thought he did. Uh, I will so, admit he was doing very well. Yeah, yeah. No. he's very smart. He's very smart. Yeah. He knows how to beat fighters, and that's what you need in this sport. So, Robert yeah. Whitaker, please heal up and please bash more skulls <laughs> in. Um, man, I really hope it, Robert Whitaker recovers and then somehow gets back to the title because I missed miss the, the champion Robert Whitaker. Man. Yeah, and then we're on to uh, all. Brandon Moreno, Alexandre, Alejandre, I can never say that name. Alejandre? No, it's uh, Alexandre. Alexandre. It's Alexandre. Alexandre Pantoja. Um, Pantoja is a fucking savage. Um, I will admit, yeah. Brandon Moreno, I believe, won that fight. I give, like, all the middle rounds to Pantoja. To Pantoja? No, 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 to Moreno. Yeah, I was like... Um, it was a really close fight, and... The fact it was so close when Brandon Moreno broke his right hand yeah, in the first round, say, it's like he, is incredible. Moreno, is Moreno the better fighter in my opinion. Moreno has better technique. He's uh, more exciting to watch. He landed more strikes. He did more to to damage, in my opinion. But um, one thing is uh, his his striking defense when pushing in to a. A uh, power striker is really lackluster, it, and it bothers me because he fought Figu- Figueredo like four times, and he still didn't learn. Um, I feel like in their most recent fight, we saw one of the best versions of Moreno where he swamped Figueredo, but in this fight, he just went back to what he did in like the third fight against Figueredo, which was get dropped twice. He he kind of just comes in and he starts winging punches with the guy who's winging punches, and he can't take shots. The same way they can take his shots because he doesn't throw as hard. He's a technique fighter. But he's fighting these guys that are jacked up and throwing like stiff hooks. When you get hit by a stiff hook, you're going to fall down. And I mean, Moreno was landing these really flush strikes. There was there was this one slow-mo I saw. It was so satisfying where he rips the body with the hook and then goes high with the head. Same same left hand. Really? Bing, bing. That's and I was, nice. I, was, I was screaming when it happened. But... Um, I, I thought he did enough to get the win, and Pantoja kind of just held the back for the end of the, the, the last round. But yeah, it was like in the judges' eyes, I guess that pushed it to a win for him. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was a really close fight. Either way, I think both of them deserve the fucking world, and I hope they have a another quadrilogy. It'll be the second quadri- quadrilogy ever. Yeah. But as it stands, Moreno is 0-3 against Pantoja. So, really? Yeah. That's why I said quadrilogy. Because uh, Moreno already had the first ever quadrilogy with Davidson Figueredo. I just feel like um, it's it's frustrating when a fighter gets hurt like that. Like we saw with, uh, I think it was Burns versus Bilal. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, see, it's just frustrating because you the know cr- they're The better. crazy thing is, uh, I think the way that um, Burns broke his hand was a lot worse than the way Moreno sure, broke yeah. his hand. Um, I don't remember exactly what it I was. think it was his shoulder. It, I think it was his shoulder. shoulder. I think that you're right. Throw. So he couldn't throw. He couldn't do anything. But it was Moreno worse. was still throwing with a broken hand. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because a lot of guys just give up at that point. Well, but. that's my point. It's like Burns had to stop. He just yeah. had to completely stop. And Moreno could have stopped, but he didn't. 
he still fought. Now, of course, when you're throwing with a broken hand, it's not going to be as effective, which is, I think, why he was losing, because he just couldn't throw as, as effective. Because he was landing, and I was watching him land the shit out of Pantera, and, and he just wasn't. The, the problem was uh, the UFC is so damage-based now. So what yeah. happens is he lands like 20 straight strikes and Pantoja whiffs everyone. And then Pente one of Pantoja's huge hooks, when he would come in and he'd start to trade with Moreno, it, one of them would land and then it'd drop him. Yeah. And, and that's the problem I see with Moreno. He, he, he openly invites a lot of these like slugfests. Yeah. I, which I makes it fun, makes it entertaining. But he would just step in there and just eat shots. And yeah. I mean... Props to Pantoja. I mean, uh, he had an emotional win um, on on the canvas after crying. He gets up and he goes, are you proud of me da now, Dad? Are you proud of me now? He was raised by a, a single mother, and his yeah. father was never around for him. So, I mean, Pantoja's, uh, I think, a great champion. I think he deserved the win. I think they both did, honestly. So I'm not mad about the win. Um, but incredible fight overall. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, then, no, then, I agree. Then we had the main event, which was another great fight. You Fuck know, yeah. You know what annoys me? I, I had a lot of people, oh, specifically from my job and shit, tell me that that fight was boring. Yeah, no, it, it really bothered me. Uh, yeah, a lot of casuals was... don't like technical striking. Um, Alexander Volkanovsky technically outpaced, outstruck, outwrestled, and destroyed Yair Rodriguez systematically. It was amazing, yeah. It was really well done. Yeah. Um, it was a great performance from Alexander the Great. You know, he he has some of the best fight IQ in the entire UFC by a landslide because he doesn't have the, the strongest strikes. He's not the fastest striker, but his overall game is elite. It's so elite. Um, one of the best combos I've ever seen in my entire life. I replayed it like 100 times. <laughs> it, it, he, he comes in... Um, Throws a body shot, throws a, a, a uppercut to the head, and then uh, grabs his legs, dumps him on his ass, and starts ground and pounding him, and that's how he finishes him. It yeah. was such an amazing performance from him. I mean, he waited till Yair got tired, and he pressed on the gas pedal. He did exactly what he was supposed to. Uh, defended way better than I thought he would. I was afraid Yair would uh, smash him with a head kick, maybe, because I've seen Max Holloway and some other lackluster strikers land head kicks on Alex when... Maybe someone else wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So I thought Yair could exploit that, but I didn't see Yair throw as many kicks. I think he was a little bit nervous. To yeah, be honest, it was it was of, honestly, his, of his wrestling. Yeah, I was just really really happy to see Volkanovski get another chance after the last one. You know, because I, I saw him. I think that was the first time I ever saw him was Islam. versus Islam, which and I thought he won. That's one thing that I will I kind of disagree with basically everyone. Um, I you know like when I was watching the fight, oh. like I said, I had never seen. Volkanovsky before I had never seen Islam before it's my first ever fight watching both of them and while I was watching both of them the entire like I just thought Islam I thought it was a close fight but I did think that Islam deserved the win um which I, I saw it's surprising that you say that just because you critiqued Pantoja for holding the back of Moreno but um that's what Islam did to well that, that's that's the thing is it, it was like a a, a thing of he was holding the when they were holding the backs like I wasn't paying like that was kind of okay dumb whatever and I I basically don't see that as time in I was what I was looking at it was just when they were up when they were striking when they were wrestling like um every you know Islam was taking them down and I mean the thing was is I, I thought he won and then when it came to um you know when our our friend John who 
is much more into the UFC, um, more more akin to Gabe, um, and and he <laughs> sure more akin. Okay, so you know maybe not on the same All level, right. but he he at least knows a lot more than I do, and he agreed. You know, and it was just like that that fight. I think John's also an Islam nut rider, so. He's also a Khabib, not Ryder. So it's he, he he is. But I'm not. I don't. I'm not even a giant a fan. No, I'm not. No, I was, I'm not. No, 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 no. The, I yeah. promise you. Before that fight, even I was never. I'm not even generally right now a fan of Volkanovski. I want Ilya to destroy him, honestly, and I think Ilya will. I think if they fight, I think Ilya knocks Volkanovski unconscious, and that's really? my honest opinion. I I like Volkanovski as a person. And I think he's a good fighter. But when I watched the Islam fight, I didn't even know that much about Volkanovski. Like I watched him fight. I thought he lost against uh, Max Holloway in their second fight. I thought it was a robbery. And then um, their third fight happened, and Volkanovski destroyed Max. And I was like, wow, okay, he really improved. But I'm generally not a huge fan of Volkanovski. I think, well, I I think there's guys more exciting. Like Islam. I dislike Islam's style because it's boring. Mm-hmm. Because he, he can put on exciting performances when the fighter he's fighting allows him to. And that's the truth of it. Because at least with Habib, he fights to get a finish. Islam does not fight to get a finish. He ends up getting a finish because of the other fighter's recklessness. Yeah, and that's I the mean, problem. That's... Because Is- Islam, right? He'll get your back and he'll he'll just swim for a sub, but he won't like actually go for it. He'll just put his hooks in like this, wait till he grabs the arm, and then put his other hook in, and then put his other. Hook. That's what he's doing at Volkanovski. Mm-hmm. And there was a part where. Uh, Volkanovski got like annoyed because he couldn't get out the body triangle, and of course that's his fault because he needs to learn how to swim to the right side and, and try and break that that triangle. But there was a part where Islam literally wasn't doing anything; he was just sitting there like this with the body triangle. So Volkanovski started striking him from I his own that, back, yep. and it was literally fucking up fucking uh, Islam. And of course, you don't give those points as much of Volk because he doesn't have the control in that round. But it kind of shows that Islam isn't. Um, he's not really like trying to get a win he doesn't have the heart that khabib did and that's the problem that uh john makes a comparison that islam is somewhat t- akin to khabib there's no fucking comparison yeah well no i i, I disagree I with wouldn't, him in that i wouldn't say islam's completely. a dominant champion at all i would say he is a very talented very like solid champion but I don't think he has the same harder hunger that any other UFC champion has. Uh, that's that's kind of how I look at as the Nurmagomedovs, like the ones that I've seen. Um, and I think we were we were looking at another Dagestani a while ago, not the most recent one, but the you know. Um, and I think he he ended up losing. I can't remember who it was. We watched. Um, um, how am I forgetting the name? I know. Uh, it was Nurmagomedov versus. Uh, Do- it was Dos Santos. Zaleski Dos Santos. And he um, lost, right? Yeah, Zaleski Dos Santos uh, won a split decision. I thought uh, Dos Santos did enough, and then he did. Yeah, uh, it was like... Who is he fighting? Uh, I can't... It was one of the... It was one of the Nurmagan and Lidovs, and Yeah, it it's, like, it's, it's it's Khabib's cousin. I'm yeah, just, and, and... He's that, the, the, the least successful of them all. He's 17-4. and four. I know his record. I know what he looks like. I just can't think of his first name at the moment. Well, I just remember being the only person who, like, who, who picked them, because everyone else was like, oh, yeah, you know... Um, he's gonna win, or blah blah blah. And I was the only one who picked the other guy because I, I like, picked Zaleski. I was the only person. Are you Zaleski. sure? You you put you put Nurmagomedov. off. I thought I put Zaleski. No. Oh no no no! I remember that. It was because I I was gonna. Remember because I, I was loading put, my ass off. Of no, I was gonna. No, what happened was I was gonna put Zaleski, and I had him there, and then uh, 
I I was losing and my points were really low, so I switched to switch to never the other switch, guy. Never yeah, switch. Yeah, I've learned now, but I switched to the other guy and then I got super pissed off because it, had I kept my pick, I would have gotten it perfectly. So yeah, but that he that was my point is is I I kind of just didn't think he would win and I was right, he didn't win. I I would go from here and say okay, well Volkanovski did a great job and I can't wait to see whatever he does next. Um, and we would usually from here go on to the next event. All of the good fights, except for one, have been canceled. I actually really? just looked at my phone and saw the announcement. Walt Harris's fight got canceled. If he doesn't get a replacement, this fight is going to be so fucking lackluster. And Walt Harris is not a big name. He hasn't fought in two years. He's John Jones' sparring partner. Um, he, he has one of the best combos I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm-hmm. And he pushes the pace. He's a fun fighter. But he's a really good wrestler. But um, you've got Holly Holm versus Myra Bueno Silva, I think Holly Holmes just gonna. It's a mid fight. Caitlin I think Holly shaking, Holmes. Caitlin shaking Holly, her head right now. Yeah, Holly Holm <laughs> is like forty two, and she's the main event of this fight, and she's not dominant. She's only had one win since coming back, hmm. and she's the main event. I don't know what's going that's, on with that. That's weird. Yeah, um, it doesn't seem like a. Th- we'll watch it, but there's two fights on here that are worth watching. It's Terrence McKenney. I got it. I got his hoodie. Uh, one of my he's has he always puts on the most exciting fights, whether he's losing in them or winning in them. Mm-hmm. He's a high paced fighter. I really hope he hope he has improved his striking defense. He reminds me a lot of um, the pace of Charles Oliveira with that offense, but he has extremely good wrestling and he has an amazing backstory. And I love like hearing from Terrence McKenney. Very charismatic. Hangs out with Kevin Holland. You know, he's, he's real good on the social media. His page is fucking hilarious. Um, Posts a lot of memes. Uh, <laughs> and then we would have had Walt Harris and Josh Parisian, which fucking Walt Harris would have murdered Parisian, but we can't even watch that anymore. Um, and That's then annoying. there's a really last second fight between Jack Della Maddalena and uh, Basil Havis, uh, who's making his UFC debut. Jack Del- all people that I don't know. Jack Del Maddalena was supposed to be on the last card. You would have known him after you saw his fight because he has the best boxing in the UFC when it comes to power, striking, and speed by far. In, in, the most elite in the entire UFC. The only guy who has better overall boxing is Max Holloway, and he doesn't have the power to really say that in my opinion. So, I mean, Jack Del Maddalena is going to put someone on a fucking stretcher tomorrow. That's Not tomorrow, uh, Saturday. But um, there's no other good fucking fights in this card. Uh, I, I'm happy that there's going to be UFC every single Saturday for the next three months. But this car, card is fucking hot dog water. And I'm, hey, I'm going to watch it all. Maybe there'll be good fights. but They're usually on a card like that. There usually is. There's usually at least one extremely crazy fight. But the name value on this card is really bad. It's yeah. probably some of the worst I've seen in my entire life. I mean... Holly Holmes' only claim to fame was knocking out Ronda Rousey. And I mean, really? that's a very big claim to, claim to fame. But goddamn, that was like seven years ago. Yeah. That was so long ago. Yeah, Holly I was going to say, Ronda Rousey Rousey's like, I'm rooting for Holly Holm. I really like watching her fight because she's a fun fighter. And she's strong as shit and a 42-year-old at that. And well, yeah. it's incredible what she does. But I, it's, how is that a main event? I don't know. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're claiming, yeah. That's, I think I think we're gonna clear off with that. Yeah, and there's no real point. Hopefully, everything uh, next week or the Saturday is gonna be a good, entertaining time. But um, yeah, uh, we'll put our picks in the comments for it. And so we'll, just, we'll get back to see. the the fun shit next week. Yes, absolutely. So, so have a good day. Alrighty. Uh, yeah. Good to fuck see you. your mom.
Hey, your mum, yeah. Boy, your mum, hey, yeah. Mom, yeah. All right, have a good one, everybody.